0: This is our thirteenth and final session, I think, on Ephesians four one to six. I therefore a prisoner in the Lord urge you to walk worthily of the calling to which you have been called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering enduring one another in love, being eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And then last time we begin. These verses 4 and 6. There is one body and one spirit, and I argued that Paul hasn't left behind this thought right here, unity created by, constituted by, preserved by the Spirit. And here, when he puts body, that unified body together with Spirit, he's not just saying There is an objective reality of one body and one spirit, because this just as seems to only make sense if we say there is a unified body that has come into existence just as he called us out of darkness into light and gave us hope. That's how this body inhabited by this spirit came into being, so the just as makes sense that way. However. I do think that Paul started here with a list of six ones, and then this became the seventh, in order to put underneath this unity of the Spirit massive objective
1: reality, and particularly now this hope, which is at the heart of our calling, back here as well, Here's the verb. Here's the noun.
0: He's picking up on this main point, walk worthily of your calling. And now he's named what that calling is. It's a great and glorious hope.
1: And so one body exists. One spirit exists. One Lord exists.
0: One faith exists. There's only one way to be justified. There's only one ruler over slave and free, over Jew and Gentile. There's only one baptism, this one rite. You don't have one ritual for Jews and another ritual for Gentiles. There's one God and Father of us all. So the point of one, 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 one is
1: the unity of Jew and Gentile in one hope of their
0: calling. Behind all this, never forget, is this reality. Remember, Gentiles, you were at that time, before Christ came into your life and brought you out of death into life, you were separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth, strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, and all that is turning around. Promise implies hope. Hope implies hope, and God is in you as your hope. It all turns around with these words from 3.6. The Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, partakers of the promise in Christ through the gospel. There is not, there aren't, Two bodies, there aren't two promises, there aren't two hopes, there is one for all who are in Christ. And so Paul's pleading to God and for us that we would know what is the hope to which you have been called, and what is the riches of the glorious inheritance in the
1: in the saints. Now, in conclusion, what are we to make of of all, over all, through all, and in all, because I said this
0: is like a an intrusion or an expansion, and here's the other one. he could have just said, just like he said, "One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father, period, end of paragraph, instead, he says, "Of us all, over all, through all, in all, what's the point of that? Why end like?" that. And here's my attempt to understand what each of these means. Father of all means every single elect believer is adopted. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons He's our Father, and He planned it to be that way from eternity. Predestination is predestined to sonship. So, the meaning of of all is to remind us there is, from eternity, no Christian who doesn't have a Father, and they all have a Father. It's not just that Jews have a Father and the Gentiles don't, or it's not just that some have a real father and others have kind of Johnny come latelys and they don't have quite the same father. The whole point of 1111 is to overcome every hindrance in the Gentile heart to think that they are fully included as children of God. Over all then I think means our father is above every other name and power right chapter 1 verse 20 god our father raised jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand so god and jesus are there
1: in the heavenly places above above over all rule all authority all power all dominion every name that is named over right can't spell but it's glorious whether i can spell it or not over all our daddy is sovereign through all now you we usually we think that
0: We act through God, right? But this is God is through us, through all of us Christians. What does that mean? And here's what it means. Chapter 3, verse 10, 9 and 10. Paul will bring to light what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things so that through the church, through all of us. there it is. Through all of us, the manifold wisdom of God might now be known to the rulers and authorities. When it says, our Father is through all of us, it means our Father's wisdom, our Father's power, Our Father's grace, our Father's justice, the manifold nature of God is put on display through the church. And the last thing in all, I look at chapter 2, verse 22. In Him, you also are being built. In Christ, you're being built together into a dwelling place for God. God is in us, we are the dwelling place. Of God. Now, step back for just one minute. This is what I do anyway. I say, okay, I've said that. He's the father of us all by predestination and through Jesus Christ. He is sovereign over everything. We have a sovereign father. He is working through us to manifest his wisdom in the world and he is in us. So what? (laughs) I mean, so many of us read these things, and we don't realize what,
1: what staggering depths. So let me just say it this way. Of all, we all long to belong. And he's saying we do. We all have a Father. We all belong. We long to belong. We also, What's the next one, over all. We long for security, care, provision, supply. And we have it because he's over everything. We long through all. We long, how would you finish it? For purpose, we want our lives to count.
0: Humans don't just want to be the recipients of security. We want to be secure in order to do something worthwhile, something eternally worthwhile.
1: and in all. We long for riches, treasure. Now, that's my attempt to get at the glory of how each of these accords with the way he made us. He made us to long to belong. We
0: want a father. We want a family. He made us to long for security we're weak we cannot run the world ourselves we cannot provide what we need on our own we have to have help and he is a sovereign helper we long for purpose and oh my to be told that through us according to 3:10 all the wisdom of god will be demonstrated to the powers of the universe and we long for riches and there are no greater riches than Christ within you, the hope of glory, or a Father who is not just distant over you, but right there in you and in the church.
1: Walk worthy of this calling. Yeah, walk worthy of this great hope.